we are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fair tale. <laughs> we have some wild conversations. Oh, gosh. You What's learned a up? lot about me today, huh? I, mm. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> let's get this done today. Uh, we had our moments of foolishness. Yes. Yeah. So how was your birthday? It was great. Good. I had a I had a great birthday. Good. Have we not talked since my birthday? I haven't talked to you since last Sunday. My oh my birthday was Tuesday. I had a great birthday. Good. How's my Shiano's? We never made it. Oh, okay. We went to Uncle Bud's instead. Oh, it's I love their fish, so. Yeah, yeah. so my mom wanted to go to the fish spot, so I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. So we did that. That's per our previous conversation. So that's where we went for okay. our birthday dinner. And I forgot to tell them that it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, me and one of our other friends slash your family member, we went out to the hibachi place mm-hmm. on my actual birthday, mm-hmm. and we had them sing to us. Oh, good. Have you ever been in there when they're singing with the drums and stuff? Um, the and one they want I you to stand up. Never do the drum. Oh, they yeah, just you go to it. the one um, um, Elysian Fields. No, Nippers Corner. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a better one closer. But oh, where is it? In, in Smyrna. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, was oh. it like on the side where the Home Depot and all, like mm-hmm. on that side? Okay, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, so okay. that was fun. They want you to dance with them, but I couldn't get in the groove of dancing with them because I was expecting more instruments, but they only do that for the hibachi people when we were sitting at the table. table. Okay. So that was fun. Um, Got a few gifts, got some serenades, mm-hmm. um, phone calls, texts. You know, it's a cool birthday. Good. Cool birthday. Good. More than I expected. That is wonderful. Yeah. So, we're we're moving in the right direction. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Belated birthday. Even though I sent you a, a picture of our our card. And I threw that away, didn't I? It's it's really mixing. I was supposed to buy another one for your birthday. I think I because still have the card. No, I think I lost it. Remember, you brought it to the um, the karaoke spot, and it got it, it got put in a bag, and the bag got thrown away. Oh, dang. Right. I didn't know that. We talked about that. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, well, we will just pass well, you this keep looking. photograph back but, and but forth. But I, I saved the photograph Yes. so I could have it, so we can keep exchanging that. But I'm determined to find another um, unsigned card. Okay, so listen, this the is story. what she did. <laughs> So on my 25th birthday, now this card has been in rotation since my, it was my 25th or 23rd. Anyway, I think was, it was 25 because I was living here. Okay. So, yeah. So, yes. So we have a birthday it's that's been in, that yes, oh it's, been in it's been you in rotation. It's been in rotation. It was when we went to Vegas. Vegas. No, maybe it, it had to be. It could have been 26. Think about it. Mm-mm. Because I, I moved here in tw- in 2005, and I was 25 at that time. So I'm thinking it could have been your 26th or 27th. Because it was t- 2005, I would have been 25. We went to Vegas for your 26. birthday in February. So that would have been in 2006. So you were turning 27. 
Okay, so I was 27 years old. Yes. It's still been in rotation for a yes. long time. <laughs> and so she gave me a card, you know, the, the nicer ones that are in plastic. But this one in particular had a 99-cent sticker on it. <laughs> and she was just like, it was not in the envelope. She was just like, here, here you go. She never signed it, and it still had the 99-cent sticker on it. And she was like, happy birthday. I think I, was, I did that because it was in my suitcase and I had opened it and you saw it. So it was like, well, I can't hurry up and sign it because you've seen it. So I just was like, here's your card. So I said, <laughs> you just going to give me this little naked card like this and not sign it or nothing. I'm going to get this shit back to you for your birthday. And that's how and that's began. what that's how we started. And it's been in rotation. And even if we don't have the card, because I think you had it last and then you moved and it got packed up. And so we we had a picture of the, the card that we had in rotation yes. that we were spreading and saying happy birthday. And we exchanged this digital card every year. Right. <laughs> On our birthdays. And then she gave it back to me finally because after she moved into the house, she found it. Mm-hmm. She would forget. We would never get it back in rotation. And now, and now it's it. gone. Mm-hmm. So it falls on me. It oh, it started with me and it ended with me. Yeah. There we go. But I'm going to get you. I'm gonna, I'm going to find you a 99 cent sticker. St- and if I don't find you a card, I'm going to get some of them um, yard sale stickers and put a sticker on it. You don't even have to do that. We just, we have the card. It's not the same if it's not the card. It's going to have to be another card. No, we can just exchange it digitally. Because it all stirred from that card. So we just need to keep it keep it going. We've kept it going, going this long. That's true. So, yeah. I can't believe it's been that long. It's been that long. Oh, gosh. It don't even feel like it's, it's like been the, that long. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yeah. Girl, because I can't fit your pants. Sisterhood of the traveling birthday card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we should extend it to everybody. Maybe I should do that. Start a new one. It's just our special it's thing. It's just our thing. And that's okay. okay. That is That's okay. cool. Yes. So how was your week? Oh, you had a good week. I did. And I, we will, I'm going to do a series about that um, in a couple of weeks. Okay, good. Yes. Good, good. But it was an awesome week. Even though I just, I felt so down we'll because of the, the clouds, but I'm good. Oh, I just, oh my I gosh. just need spring to hurry up. I <laughs> I can't take no more. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell you, me and the good Lord had a conversation on my birthday. And I was like, Lord, it's my birthday. And I'm not, I'm cert- I was like, Lord, I'm not trying to be ungrateful or anything. Because the winter itself hasn't been that bad, but it's just been so cloudy and rainy. Yeah. So I said, first of all, I was late for my work for my birthday. But I was like, you know what, Lord, I just need, could you please, please, please give me some sunshine? And I got to see some sunshine on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I had on this bright yellow shirt. Mm-hmm. That was my sunshine because I needed some type mm-hmm. of brightness on my birthday. And I knew it was going to rain because I watched the news. But I was like, dang, it's not going to really rain. Because when I walk out, walked outside, it was like there was like a, a small opening in the clouds and the sun was coming out. But once I started driving, it was like full-fledged sun. And mm-hmm. then it just, the bottom dropped out. I was like, well, there go the rain. Mm-hmm. So... I had sunshine for my birthday. That's all that matters. Yeah. Did you see any glimpse of sun that day? I mean, I had I had sunshine on my great day. Um, so I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got great day. Your great day was after my great day. Yeah, we yeah. had a great week. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. 
Okay, so we are going to jump into our fairy topic, and this stemmed from the latest episode of Married at First Sight. Um, and it's more so with what they're telling, not telling each other, but, well, this is stemming from Mindy and Zach, as well as yes, um, Brandon, Brandon and, and Taylor, Taylor, and them, more so the women talking about their spouses with their friends and family. Um, so um, I pulled an article off of marriage.com, uh, pretty much titled 12 Things to Never Tell Your Friends About Your Relationship, because I felt like it was too much telling and too much of the friends inserting themselves in the conversation. In the, exactly. Um, so I wanted to touch on that. I felt like that would have been a good topic to talk about. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, looking over the show, I do agree that Taylor was telling too, too, too much business. Okay. This is how I think about things. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like as a person who has been married and divorced, I feel like looking back over it, there's a level for me in my situation, I feel like there's a lot of bondage when you keep a lot of secrets mm -hmm. about your marriage. But the things that we're going to go over are not so much bondage type of secrets. Mm -hmm. um, but on the flip side of the conversations that based off of the show that they were having, and we'll discuss those things when we talk about the top. I mean, when we talk about the show, I feel like they were giving away too much too soon. And I feel like you have to know who your spouse is and how much to say at a certain point. I agree. And I feel like it's always important as women and men that you have at least one judgmental person that you can talk to who can keep their damn mouth shut. Mm -hmm. Because you can't have the same conversations with a bunch of people and not expect it to get judged. Uncomfortable, yeah. And uncomfortable and questionable and I felt that more because they can gang up on them and that's what happened like mm -hmm. I and I really felt that with between Brandon and mm -hmm. Taylor I was like "Ooh, like this is and that's not that's not your place at this time in front of everybody this is supposed to be a birthday party for your auntie right this isn't the time like we'll get into it right <laughs> so that that's my thought I don't I just don't think you should tell everybody your business but I don't think that I think a lot of time based off of my perspective that a lot of people are holding secrets in marriage and it can be bondage because that's one thing that I can say that I liked about the marriage group is that they were so transparent mm -hmm. about the issues that they were having in their marriage. So you don't feel isolated. Like you're the only person going through like hard things mm -hmm. or even relationships. Cause you're like, nobody else goes through this. Mm -hmm. Like, who else husband rolls their socks off their feet and don't pick them back up? You know, like just stuff that you think no one else does, mm -hmm. but it's happening. It's not all roses and fairy tales, you know? I feel like for the marriage builders group that you were a part of, like that's a safe environment mm -hmm. to do that because everybody's on the same accord of building and working on their marriage. Mm -hmm. Whereas between in the show, it's like friends that some may be married, some may be unmarried, but it was like, well, I'm saying this cause I'm siding with one, with, 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 with my, my side, side of the story. Side, right. Exactly. Cause even if, even if, um, 
Taylor was wrong, I don't think her her folks would have said anything. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, oh, she's perfect. Mm -hmm. She's perfect and she's innocent and this Mm -hmm. dude is just crazy. Which, he's got his own set of issues. But I'm surprised he handled it so well. I am as well. Because like, I felt like if if he was going to snap, that snap would have been, or be very that was a lot of pressure. It, that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's go on these little twelve p- things we're yeah. supposed to be going over. <laughs> we gotta stay focused, girl. Okay. Um. So one thing you never discuss um with with others regarding your marriage are money issues. Um. It's a sensitive subject for anybody you know who don't have a gazillion dollars in the bank. Um. And if you or your partner or both of you are having issues with your monies, you want to keep that between you guys because it's your monies. Right. Your monies. <laughs> Um, And then if you do need some advice, seek it out from an objective person, i.e. your non-judgmental. Dave Ramsey. (laughs) Right. Or just you can bring it up, but in a different kind of way. Mm -hmm. You should be like, girl, I'm looking for some hustles. You know, not like, girl, you know he got laid off. Mm -hmm. You know he ain't working. Mm -hmm. You know, not like that. But you can say, hey, I'm looking for some side gigs. Mm -hmm. I mean, most people, they just Google what they're looking for. Or you can just say, hey, you got any, you know, you could just be like, we're working on paying our debt. That's actually, that's, that's actually what we're working on. And we're all, we're both looking for side hustles. I mean, you can, you can seek advice, but you just got to know how to say it without Mm -hmm. being messy or throwing somebody under the bus. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next thing is your partner or your transgression. If one of you cheated and you're trying to make it work, tell your friends about it. Will most definitely derail the process. Mm. More than likely, I'm gonna go all the way to the left. More than likely, your friends might have seen your man out cheating in the first place, so they <laughs> might already know. I'm just saying, they might already know. But for the sake of the topic. No matter how you try to rationalize it with your friends, they won't understand your perspective. Because you always have your friends that are like, girl, you need to leave him. Mm -hmm. Or boy, you know she a hoe. You know, you don't want to hear that. (laughs) You don't want to hear that. And then also, if both of you have made the choice to To move on from it and stay, like the friends are always going to be looking at both of you with the side eye. And they're never, like you may have forgiven a person, but the friends... Or family members who know about it probably won't. I mean, look at Beyonce and Jay-Z. But here's the thing. <laughs> it, it's even worse when your significant then cheated with somebody in your circle, too. See, and y'all know. move past. I mean, that, that happens. That happens, yeah. That happens because clearly my granddaddy ended up getting with our cousin. I'm just saying. That's that Pee Wee Valley stuff. Girl, I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> it happens a lot okay. in families. So I'm just saying, like. You know, and if my grandma would have decided to work it out, the whole family, the church, the small town, everybody knew that they were messing around. So then what do you do from there? Mm-hmm. So they know, but you know, if especially if that person's in the circle, then good Lord, it makes it hard, but anything can be worked through. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anything you haven't cared to share with your partner. Um, so if you are telling something that's just extra random or something that irks your nerves about your partner or something that they could be doing better. You need to communicate that to them and have that conversation with them versus somebody else. 
Like the purpose of the relationship is to have open communication with each other. Now, sometimes I do understand if you have a thought and you kind of want to bounce it off of right, somebody. Too. And this has to be the objective person, right. not just the person who's siding with you, but a mm-hmm, person who yeah. is mm-hmm. supportive of right. your relationship, you know, who is going to call you out on your bullshit as well. Um, so sometimes you may want to just speak with a, just bounce an idea off the objective Because you can't be going to girls like talking about my husband sucks in bed. No, you just don't. No. But if you have that one friend, it's like, look, girl, I need to like, you know, I need to like, you can't say my husband sucks in bed. Just be like, girl, I need to like do some things different in my marriage. I need to spark it up, you know, like, and then she can give you tips. Don't, don't ever. Or you can say that to make sure that somebody always got that shady friend <laughs> just to ensure that no shenanigans will be going on. <laughs> they have think twice. <laughs> be like, girl, this shit is horrible. <laughs> I am dead ass. I mean, you can turn it around. <laughs> I am dead ass. Because I feel like, and this is one, actually one of the, um, um, the tips as well. Don't be sharing your, your sex life with yeah. other people. So, I mean, if you go share, say I mean, the shit is bad. <laughs> right, because you can't be like, girl. Exactly. Let me tell you what he did. No. No, no. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I, one, I don't want to know. Two, I, I don't want to know. I know, because you don't want that mental picture. Let, let me tell you. I accidentally swiped the wrong way in somebody's phone one time. <laughs> I will never forget it. And I could never look at this person ever in my life. And you know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so ever since then, I saw the tent. And I was like, oh my God, this is, I should have never seen that. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot unsee things. So now I do not swipe left or right. I just hand the phone back and let them find the next find picture. Because okay. I can't, I can't ever unsee that. Oh, that's, that's another tip. Naked selfies and things I know. of the light. Right. <laughs> but see, it wasn't. I don't re- I don't even remember how I end up seeing the picture. You mm-hmm. know, it's our friend that lives in Memphis mm-hmm. that gives us the beautiful treats when we. She's like a real hostess <laughs> when we come visit. But it was like a picture of her ex boyfriend, and it was. I swiped, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh no! Oh no!" So I just call it the tent because <laughs> that's what that shit, that shit was a tent. Even though he, it wasn't like out, it was underneath clothing. But it was tinted up okay. like a okay. teepee. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Okay. So, yeah. I, it. I'm, this is one time where I'm I'm not, I, I'm kind of glad she didn't marry him because I still hadn't unseen the tent. <laughs> because I don't know how I would, I don't know, how, I, I don't know what I would, she understands. I was traumatized. Okay. Okay. You were there, I think. I think I was. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm glad you didn't see it because it was a lot. Okay. It's a lot. That's before they started with the whole gray sweatpants thing, actually. Okay. He probably started that shit. He may have. Yeah, I think that's what did it. I'm going to call her. <laughs> Let me text her and tell her that. Okay, so we're talking about naked selfies. Yes. Why would you share that with anybody anyway? I have no idea. I will say 
um, after me and my husband got married, like during um, like the wedding photo shoot of me getting ready, like mm-hmm. the, the guy who did my photography also does like the showgirls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had him take a couple of like kind of naughty pictures. pictures. Right. And so when I got him back, my that was gonna that was my gift to my husband. Right. So when I got him back, I was talking to my mom because she was there doing a photo shoot. And she was like, oh, let me see you. I want to see my baby. <laughs> and I sent them to her. And I told my husband, he was like, why would you share that with her? I was like, well, she was in the room. And I like, she never seen my naked ass before. So She don't wipe know. my naked yeah. ass before. <laughs> and he felt the way about it. Sharing so. that because it was with your mama. He yeah. wanted to be the only person to see it. Exactly. I think that's what it was. Exactly. So... To that, you know, women share stuff like this. We, you and your, you and your daddy ain't gonna be like, "Hey, man, let me see them pictures of." Exactly. No, that ain't how it goes. So women will be like, you know, do I look sexy? Yeah. Well, you know, you want feedback. Yeah. Should I pick this one or that one? You exactly. Know, that's what we do. Another thing you shouldn't share is your partner's past. Maybe he cheated. Maybe he had an ugly divorce with his ex. No matter what the issue is, there's. No need to broadcast it. Just because you accept their past doesn't mean that your friends will do the same. Mm -hmm. Friends are really the worst. They're really hard. Mm Because they love you. Mm -hmm. I think it's done out of love. Mm -hmm. Don't you think so? I I agree. I agree. Especially if you're on the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, Another thing you don't want to share is something that they have shared with you in confidentiality. Um, So it should be understood that the level of confidentiality with your spouse, boyfriend, or girlfriend is as high as it gets. It's supposed to be a safe space where you can share about their friends, family, or coworkers without worrying about, you know, what was said and heard by anyone else. So, you know, if they find out that you have said, told something that was between you guys, then that breaks a level of trust um, between you guys. I was emailing her about the grace. Oh, gosh. Okay, I keep going. Okay, Um, I'm I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. Um, You said something they shared in confidentiality. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just making sure I was on. My fingers are doing too much. Okay. Um, Details of the latest fight. No one's perfect. Not you, not your partner, certainly not your friends or family. So just don't share the details of your last fight. I think you should share that with your non-judgmental friend so she can call you out on your shit so you can learn from your mistakes. Because a lot of times when we get in fights, it's always their fault. And sometimes you need clarity to figure out what you did wrong or you just can figure that out yourself, actually. Mm -hmm. But if you get to a point where you're not able to move yourself out of your own way to help you figure it out, sometimes you do need to pretty much talk to a therapist or your Mm non-judgmental friend. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to share about... I, mean, I think that's not stupid. a biggie. Yeah. Some people be in their feelings, though. We're, we're talking about an awful gift that you receive from your partner. Right. Because I've given an awful gift before. Mm-hmm. An ugly shirt once. Mm-hmm. And it got back to me that it was an ugly shirt. And I knew it was an ugly shirt when I bought it. But it was on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to say that. <laughs> but I thought it would be nice. It was on clearance, and I just needed something else to fill a spot, but it did kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I was in my feelings about it because I knew it was ugly when I bought it. And it was the fact that they knew it was ugly, too, that bothered me more than the fact that it was ugly. Why were you bothered when you knew that it was ugly? Because I wanted them to be appreciative of the ugly gift. Who got 
be appreciative of something that you yourself. But it was, their, was it was their style though. Okay. <laughs> like the rest of your ugly ass shirts looked like the same ugly ass shirt. This one just happened to be, I guess, extra ugly. It was like really on clearance. It was really, really on clearance. It was like two. I would have been better off going to the Goodwill to find something than to buy that. Okay. <laughs> you should have reached out to your objective friend, i.e. myself. I should have sent you a picture. You should have. And you would have been like, that's an ugly ass yes. shirt. <laughs> so the next thing you should discuss is your partner's insecurities. So it may sound like a broken record here, but your marriage or relationship um, scares Sacred. Safe, sacred. Oh, <laughs> is a sacred safe place. I don't even know the word. <laughs> maybe your husband's a little overweight. Maybe your husband's a little underweight. Maybe your wife is an introvert and isn't a big fan of social events. Don't tarnish the trust of your relationship by telling your business, basically. Yes. So just don't say anything about their insecurities. Yes, yes. Don't throw them under the bus if you're trying to get it out of an event. By saying, you know my wife don't want to do that. She don't feel like being bothered. <laughs> you know my husband don't like you. You know my husband says your food's nasty, oh so he don't want to come over. <laughs> you know all of that. Yes, and and all of these are facts. But, but you don't say a, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you are going to say something, go over it with your other half so they'll know that they are that they are being thrown under the bus, but just to find out if they're okay with how you're going to say it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes I'll take one for the team. I'll be like, I understand. It's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Um, okay. How they feel about your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, this information is on a need to know basis. And your friends mostly definitely don't need to know. You don't tell your significant about, you know he don't like you, or you know she don't like you. Like, just don't say anything. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a hard place to be in. Because if your significant doesn't like your friends, like, how do you, because you know they be shady to them. They just don't come out. They stay in their room when they're around. You know, that's got to be a hard situation to be in. But but I've but I've I've dated people that didn't like my friends. And it made me feel very uncomfortable mm-hmm. to even be on the phone with them and, like, when they're around. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I knew that there was, like, a different kind of vibe because mm-hmm. they didn't like them. And when they were around, it just felt uncomfortable for me because I knew they didn't like them. Okay. You've never encountered that? You, you know my husband like everybody. Well, it depends on the day, whether or not he likes me. Whatever. You've been around this long. <laughs> he does he hasn't to told me. me in confidence that he doesn't like me. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell me either way. <laughs> but I guess since I'll be the non-judgmental friend, I guess you can tell me that. I'll be like, oh, no. Oh, He's nice goodness. to me more now than ever. Oh, gosh. Um, you also um, don't want to talk about issues with the in-laws. Um, so when you get married, you just are merging the lives of two people. You're merging two families. Um, so you shouldn't be broadcasting within your inner circle the issues that you are having with the in-laws. If you, unless you're talking to the object of friend. 
Yeah, because we all need that person. <laughs> that is at least important. to vent, but not to be shared. I think a lot of this is if you're talking to someone, make sure it's the person that isn't sh- the sharer. And then you say, this is between you and I. Exactly. Or when I talk to Daria, do not tell your husband this. Mm-hmm. So it's known. Mm-hmm. Don't tell him that. Okay. Them conversations and pillow talk because they happen between couples. They do. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. What's up with that laugh, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading something. Okay. Oh yeah, you just read okay. it. Okay. Okay. So we are going to get fresh <laughs> reality. Shady friend, fresh shady friend. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Okay, <clears throat> today's been a day. Um, so do you want to start with? We might as well do married at first sight. First. Some of these couples, yeah, some of these couples are boring, and we really don't have much to talk about. No, I mean we can talk about Jessica. Okay, and Austin. so let's talk about. That's not her name. Which one suffers from diabetes? Bird girl, Katie what? and Derek. Katie and Derek. I couldn't think of their names. I didn't have it pulled up. She getting on my nerves. She been got on my nerves, but she really getting on my nerves. I don't understand. And I don't, I think it's because of the age. I think that's where it comes. Yeah, she's, she is really hell spent on this man not falling in love with her in eight weeks. Yes. I don't get it. And I just want to shake her and be like, well, if he does fall in love with you, that's a sign that he's very impulsive. And as quick as he fell in love with you, he's going to fall out out of love with you. Girl, you said it. So, like, what the hell are you, like, let this thing grow. Yes. Like, you expect this fool to fall in love with you quicker than you can birth a baby? Are you serious? Exactly. And then she's talking to her mom about it. Like, I need her mama to check her. Her mama did check her. Not, she said, you know, I think. She, she was too. She, she was, was nice about it. No, she should have been like, look, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. And kept it 100. Mm-hmm. And like, really? Yeah. You expect him to fall? He don't know you. And that says a ton about her. Like how she's feeling about the ex who she said we casually dated. So if you're casually dating someone, why were are you expecting for him, him to say, I love, love you. you? It's a casual relationship. Y'all was just fuck buddies. Let's keep it real. And first of all, her new nickname is Lindsay Lohan. Because <laughs> all day when I was watching the show today, I was thinking, damn, she was doing so good before she got on them drugs. She looked nice. Don't she look like Lindsay Lohan when she, from Parent Trap? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. That's all I see. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm playing, like, dude to mess her up. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's cracked out like that on Lindsay Lohan. But I think she's doing better now. But that's who she reminds me of. Okay. Yes. I mean, the conversation with her mom, I feel her mom should have checked her better, especially when she kind of, when she did get smart with her mom and was like, well, you stay, you know, in a unhealthy marriage because you got pregnant. And I was like, who says that to their mama? Like, I mean, she was being honest. She, but I would be like, I would have been like, yeah, and you're trying to set these high expectations because you're trying to get pregnant. pregnant. Thank you. I mean, you. we can go tit for tat with okay. this one, homie, but okay. you, whatever. Yeah. And then to him talking to his dad, and I, I feel like Derek definitely wants to do the work to make it work. What Another thing I don't like about her is she, dang, what was I about to say? 
Um, shit, shit, shit. It'll ah, come back. It'll I come know. Back. Well, anyway, when he was talking to his dad, you know, his dad was like, you know, now the time comes for you guys to continue to do the work. Mm-hmm. Like the honeymoon was beautiful. You were on a high. Now you guys are back in reality. Right. It's not easy. Exactly. It's work. And it really is work. It is. And I feel like Derek took that. And I like that his dad pointed out, well, you know, you how many times have you told her that you're not going to fall in love? Right. You know, within this amount of time, have you talked to her about how she feels about that? And Dare was like, you know, I didn't think of it like that. But yes, I will talk to her about that. I just remember what I was going to say. See, I knew it was going to come back. I know. So another thing I don't like about her is that she has an issue with the fact that he's never been in love before. And I'm like, you are lucky that you have gotten somebody who doesn't have a shit ton of baggage. Exactly. Like all the baggage you're carrying. Exactly. I would love to have somebody who had a clean slate. Oh my God. You know? (laughs) I I was thinking that too. Because I was like... That's, that's a, a blessing. It is like, a blessing. Because they come with like every heart. That, yes. Not to say he's never had his heart broken. Yeah. But if he's never been in love, he doesn't know what that, he doesn't know what we call the big syndrome. Mm-hmm. What that feels like. Mm-hmm. That can fuck you up when yes. it comes to relationships. When your heart has just been crushed. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's, he says he's never been in love before, so he's probably never felt that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some disappointment, mm-hmm. but like. <sighs> yes. I just need her to get real. Because she could be with Brandon. She, yeah. Brandon is all in his feelings. But she can be back with the guy she was casually dating, who she been waiting forever to say that he loved her after she's gotten married. You know that's what they always do. That's her big. Exactly. But anyways, let's move on to the next couple. Okay. Because um, the next boring couple, uh, the dude with the dog. Just Austin. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think she's very unappreciative. I wish she would have said thank you after she after he cooked that meal for her. I know the meal was garbage. I get it. Like, yeah. who eats quinoa, um, meatballs, and mixed vegetables? <laughs> oh, boy. That plate was funny looking. But it's the fact that he's trying. Exactly. And you already know he makes less money than you. So, so he's, he's trying to set it up. And then he was like, "I." she hates unloading the dishwasher. And he was like, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. I'll do it. Go yeah. ahead. He wanted her to take a shower because she'd been in that hospital or wherever she'd been mm-hmm. at with them germs. And she should have took a damn shower before she ate. But I understand she's hungry and mm-hmm. she don't work 12 hours. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, she just seems like she was nitpicking about how he did some stuff. You know, it mm-hmm. just didn't seem like, oh, like, maybe I expected her to be very tellish about the meal. And she was just like, oh, okay, well, you cook. That's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I just expect her to be like, oh, wow, I appreciate, you know, giving him a whole bunch of positive mm-hmm. feedback. Because she, she needs it. to keep him cooking. Doing that, yeah. You got to make him feel good. Yeah, and she gave feedback in the ITM, ATM, whatever it's called. But I feel I wish she would have said what she said in the ATM, ITM, whatever it is to him. I don't even know what an ATM, ITM. Well, she's a professional okay. when they send by themselves. Um, so I just wish she would have said that to him during that moment. Right. And and I like that when they were talking about unloading a dishwasher that she said, well, we can do it together. Right. And he was like, no, I'll do it. It's not, I like them together. I just need her to, like you said, just be, just show, show the appreciation a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Then let's go to dysfunction. Dysfunction number one, Mika and, and Michael. Michael. Okay. She's very abrasive. 
And I've been saying that. And, and um, I think that's her downfall. Mm-hmm. But I, because she's still talking about, she don't let stuff go. Mm-hmm. She's still talking about why he's not wearing a ring. And well, I think she needs like to have the conversation. conversation they need to have yeah. because the family was coming over. Mm-hmm. And he put his ring back on and they was able to move forward. But I felt like she was going the wrong direction real quick. Mm-hmm. And it came back. I was like, girl, he about to shut down and get his shit, his little suitcase and move on out and be like, I got to go. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going to happen. So I was really proud that he redirected himself and they had a really good time with the family mm-hmm. and they messed with him a little bit. Cause they know he, cause he was like, well, how do you work out five days? He's like, I do yoga. <laughs> he was like, never mind. I see his ass doing yoga. <laughs> And that's something that they could do together. Maybe that'll kind of zen her, zen her out. out. Yeah, she need a singing bowl. She yeah, she needs something. She but it's the it's the Baltimore. That's she just trying to yeah. pursue strong womanness. Yeah, we don't always have to be hard, no, but we we're don't. raised to be that way. We're raised to be that, and anybody who's not like that, they look at us like we weak. You don't got to be like that all the time. Yeah. I like that he had a conversation with her mom about, mm-hmm. you know, what he could be doing. I wish, because I never see anyone pushing that from her about what she can be doing to, you know, build up their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more so like all about what she wants. Like even when they were in the spice shop, going through everything, and it ended with him like, oh, we up in here, I'm going to get some tea. And she's like, I don't like tea. And I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Let him lubricate his throat with great tea. And then he was like, well, you don't have to have spices um, to cook with. I'm thinking he needs direction, okay? He ain't trying to spend $200 on spices. Yeah, yeah, he ain't never going to use. Yeah, go to the grocery wants, store. Okay, let's get the basis. We need oregano. We need thyme. We need... Maybe some seasoning, salt, and some garlic powder, salt and pepper. <laughs> I was thinking a little bit more fancier than that, but you got your you can't go you wrong got with your, those. You got your Trinity, and they probably got theirs. She in there looking at pumpkin spice, no direction. Just he's more structured than she yes. is. Even though his apartment, he had that spatula still in there. He's just more. She she's a little. That's weird. She really is. He is more structured than her. Because he even said with the spices. You know, what are we cooking to where what we're going to need the spices for? She's like, we don't need to know what we're cooking. We just got to have the spices. I'm like him. If it's, yeah. if it's not the basic spices. Why are we spending all this money? Thank you. You can go to Kroger and get the, the 10 for 10 ones. Yes. And just, if you want to play around with something, this shit, that stuff is high. Exactly. When you're paying by the ounce. Exactly. Exactly. Girl, whatever. <laughs> I'm done with them too. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay, do you want to do um, Mindy and Zach or Mandy and Zach? Or do you want to do Brandon and Taylor? Mindy and Zach is less dysfunctional. Okay, so we're going to start with them. And their theme song is, I'm sorry you're not my kind of girl. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. So. Not his kind of girl. No. <laughs> He won't even move into the other bedroom. Don't want to move. He put his ring back on, though. No. That's no. enough for Mindy. <laughs> She's, you know what? I figured it out with her. She wants it. She needs it to work so bad because her family completely ghosted her mm-hmm. for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to feel like they're right. 
So that's why she's going through all this to try, try to, to make it work. But let me tell you why I know he don't like her because her ass looked real good and greasy and sweaty after she came from the rec center and she didn't take no damn bath and he does not like that mm-hmm. that grosses him out mm-hmm. and her hair looked oily like her she hair always does look oily she ain't washing it that's why he ain't feeling her he I... don't want to be in the house with her oily ass <laughs> i think if he thought that she could stop being so damn oily then he would come around more that he don't want to be with her. As well as a look. And I've been looking at her. It seems like as the episodes have progressed, she is looking a little bit more softer in the face, depending on her makeup. But I want her to like degrease or wash and like really blow out that hair. Curl it or something. Or do something a little Put bit more pretty, with it. Yeah. And then like dress up the package a little bit more. Cause she She tried to wear some ripped up jeans, she, but I just uh, felt like it wasn't working. Yeah. It's like she it was like almost there. Almost maybe not. Yeah. I just need her to get styled a little bit. I don't know if that'll help him, but if I if he's really, really into that. Take more baths, more showers, <laughs> brush your teeth. I mean, Blow he, out the hair. <laughs> like, he's really into hair. Mm-hmm. He's so self-centered. Oh, my God. He is so self-centered. And all, everybody knows that mm-hmm. he just sits there and talks about himself. What oh, he yes. wants. He's so into him. Yes. Like, he don't, he ain't, in, he's, he ain't probably ever going to find a woman. No, he won't. Because he's so. He's into himself. He, he's into himself mm-hmm. and his animals. That's mm-hmm. it. She mm-hmm. just needs to let it go. Mm-hmm. And her friend is like, Shh, he don't give a shit about her. He don't. Yes. So they go to a bar. Uh, well, actually, they meet up to talk about the day. She was talking about work. He did not tune into that conversation or try to get to know mm-hmm. a little bit more about work with her. Um, Didn't ask no questions. No questions. Um, she then brings up the possibility of him moving in. She lets reaffirms that, hey, I'm in this marriage. I've moved in. I'm trying to do the things that we are supposed to be doing in a marriage. When are you going to get on board? And he's like, well, I'm trying to build a friendship. And she's like, I get that, but you we can are married. You in this damn house. Exactly. And so um, he's like, well, you know, let's hang out later on or whatever. And I'm like, hang out? Like, really? I ain't your homie? Yeah. <laughs> we did some death do us part kind of stuff. Yes. What you mean we hanging now, out? Yeah. I'm going to come over more. This ain't. He treats her like she a side piece. He does. He does. He does. We gonna, I'm going to come over, hang out, spend some time with you just to, like, make you comfortable. Yeah. Just to say I, I did just it. Just because, like, he, like she's paying his bills or mm-hmm. something. You know them kind. Mm-hmm. You just give him a little a little. And hope. that's what he's been doing, just a little. And every time he says something. And then pull it back. Yep. That she wants to hear. She's like, oh, I'm hopeful. He has the ring back on. He's going to meet my friends. That's and bad. I'm like, that's not enough, clearly. You And the thing is, she knows it's not enough. <laughs> I feel bad. So she's punishing herself as well. Because she's just like, oh, it's giving me hope. He came over after going to the bar. It's giving me hope. I'm no. like, this is not enough. It is not enough. So, the, I mean, if that's the kind, I mean, if you need companionship, I mean, but that ain't what she's looking for. No. That, that, yeah, let's, yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah, so the, they're all out with the friends, and the friends, the main friend and her Maryland flag headpiece Girl. is grilling him. And I mean, granted, everything she was saying was valid, but I feel 
that wasn't a conversation for her and him to be having. That is a conversation for Mindy and Zach to be having. But he's she's not going to have a conversation with him. Because she needs, she doesn't want to do anything to ruffle his feathers. I know. He's already out the house. I know. Because here's what I, I would think. I think for the sake of the show, you've watched it previous seasons, mm-hmm. right? Have you known anybody to get a divorce before the show was actually over? I know there's been couples who moved out and they weren't together. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't recall anybody just saying, fuck it, let's get this annulled. I don't want to do no, this I don't think. I don't think so. I don't recall. Because I just feel like if he don't want to be there, I'm a, at some point I'm going to stop, like, pushing it. Yeah. Just the fact that she seems so desperate bothers me. It, it bothers me as well. And I don't want her to be showcased like that because she's, she does have some heavy facial features, i.e. her teeth. But like when she when she smiles, it's pretty though. Mm-hmm. It is she does have a beautiful smile. It's just sometimes it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes where it's softer. But I just mm-hmm. feel like no woman should be set out like that. No, not at all. Not at all. Just because he has gray hair and he's whatever. He's not but I, and on top of that, I know she's smart. I don't feel like he's mentally stimulating for her. Probably not. Because he talks in Everybody knows he talks in circles. Because he doesn't want anybody to get to know him. I I know somebody like that. Okay. And it's all to keep people off focus about who they really are. Mm -hmm. That's why they never talk about anything other than circles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Yes. So... You know, they get back to, she's back in the apartment with her friends. They're having wine and he stops by. And again, the friend is grilling him mm-hmm. about what's going on. And so Mindy finally says, you know, you know, let it, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty much that on that. Um, so Brandon and Taylor. Good job. Oh, gosh. So. Girl, I can't. So, um, they are hosting a party for Taylor's aunt. Um, the dog has moved into the apartment and is humping the hell out of Brandon at any given moment. (laughs) (laughs) The damn dog know he ain't shit. I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to sit here and I'm fixing to fuck the hell out your leg because I know you ain't shit and I'm fixing to prove it to you. Mm -hmm. So he's like going at his leg all the time because I know I'm more of a man than you are. Yeah. If she don't pay attention to that. <laughs> oh gosh. That dog be tagging him, tearing him up. Surely does. Like most of the time you get it, like the dog would get it in and they'd be like, all right, I'm, all right, good. I'm yeah. good. But he's still like yes. like going at it. Yes. Yes. He done that's his boyfriend. Craziness. So they're, <laughs> they're getting ready for the party. Um, and they, you know, I kind of touching on what transpired, even though in a previous episode, you know, she was like, okay, we're going to agree to move forward. So to that, she goes out with her friends and she tells them about what happened. Too, Too much. much. Um, you can't tell both of them. No. I say, I, I wouldn't tell either one of them. Mm-hmm. I would tell that uh, that little relationship lady. Yes. Or the doctor, which he already knows. Yes. I wouldn't have told either one of them. Because mm-hmm. they were messy with it. They were real messy with it. So, and then I feel like Taylor made it messier because when they came to the apartment, she said, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say, you know, anything about what we talked about, but you can grill them a little bit. 
So she opened a door mm-hmm. for them to, to feel say, comfortable to be. That was up. foul. That was really foul, especially knowing who he is who and he how is. sensitive he is. Exactly. He's not sensitive. He's, he's just. He just. He needs to seek professional help, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, he's a little team too much. Yes. So when they everybody gets to the party they're talking and her girlfriends bring up what happened and asks is it gonna happen again that it's a concern of theirs then the guy friend comes back says the same thing and then brandon's aunt jumps jumps in and she's like i've talked to brandon about this i know brandon right this isn't typically how he acts of course you're gonna say that you're the aunt you don't see all parts of him right However, you know, she says that he said, told everything that happened and she talked to him about it. And, you know, everybody's like, it's not going to happen again. I doubt it. But but I just felt like the friends were too much. And then after the party, it was like Taylor was bringing it up again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I and I kind of. Feel him in the fact that he's like, I don't want to say anything wrong. I don't want to do anything wrong. I'm just going to do, let her guide this. And to that, she's like, no, I want you to have an opinion of your own. Like, talk to me. Tell me how you're feeling. I think, I just feel like he, even though he's a little special, he right now in that moment, he's like in a, between a hard, rock and a hard place. Here's my thought. I feel like, I feel like everything that happened to Taylor was... Um, a lot for her yes I don't think she's ever been through anything like that and so it's hard for her to deal with it to me if you go back from the first couple of episodes her spirit's different Mm -hmm. like I feel like he's breaking her down Mm -hmm. and we don't know you know anything else that happens when the cameras aren't there but she just looks broke down to me I think it's her wig is that a wig yes Tanisha oh I'm thinking she has (laughs) and she's not wearing as much makeup but even when, like, the way she sits, it's like her body language. Mm-hmm. And, like, when she was sitting on the floor, she just looked like when they were, and maybe it's edited that way, her mm-hmm. facial expression, she just looks broke down and tired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're not on vacation anymore. But I think she was looking like that on vacation, like when he was tripping. Okay. But I'm talking about, like, well, he's been tripping the whole time. Never mind. They only been together three days. I really and they think had it's three. the makeup and the hair. Okay. <laughs> That's what I think it is. She's back to her old self. Yeah. But anyways, girl. Well, I just feel like she looks broke down. She looks tired. I feel like it's a dysfunctional relationship. She's not used to it. And like I've noticed, and maybe she's always been this way and I, I just haven't paid attention to it, but I feel like she's always got her eyes like wide open. Oh, that's always. That's always. Yeah, that's yeah. been since the beginning. Yeah. That's her That's her look. She kind of reminds me um, of Mona from Half and Half. So yeah, she reminds me of one of our other friends, even her body language and everything. Okay, I can see like, that. The way she, like the way she thinks out her words and the way she pronounce the stuff and the way she her dialect is something about the way she speaks that reminds me of our other friend okay 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 so i think that's that's all that's, the couples. yeah that's all yeah. the crazy okay all right so let's talk about love after lockup i want to talk about tracy okay go ahead it wasn't really much for tracy outside of the fact that she doing what she normally do taking cars and running away i just want to say your mama tried to tell your ass you but know you, folks don't listen. 
And she's like, you're you're pushing me away, but bitch, you left. Yeah. That's what. That's she all. just don't want to go to rehab because she feels like she's being forced to go and she's not ready to go. Because she don't want to get better. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't understand why she took the dog, too. Was she going to sell the dog? No, you know, <laughs> no, you know, uh, like when you begging for money, if you got a dog, you get more money. That's what I heard. See, and I'm the opposite. When I see people with pets, I'd be like, how are you homeless and got a pet? Because it costs money to have a pet. But that's us. <laughs> okay, that's true. But them, <laughs> they're like, oh, he's homeless and he got a dog. We got to get him $10 instead of five. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why she took that dog. Okay. I, I, she ain't done. That makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... You got penis face. Let me go to the. Okay. Now I can't stop seeing the the penis. Lacey, Shane, and John. John. So she leaves the skating ring after Shane tells her that he cheated on her. She runs straight to John. John, who is at somebody's house doing work, but yet he's having this full on conversation and makeout session with Lacey. Right. Who does? Well, never mind. We know who does that. Yes. So he's like, you know, are you going to leave him? And she's like, oh, I just don't know how we are going to do this. And then I have to tell you something. And I'm like, what she told him was who cares? Like, I feel like. Why make, why make it so dramatic over nothing? Because they need a, this all is they a storyline. Story yeah. So I don't really just be paying attention. I don't like them. Yeah. We can skip past them because they get on my nerves. Okay. Cheryl and Josh, I'm glad <laughs> they broke up. Yes. Because she's God. a she's, idiot. She's. She is crazy. She's crazy. Yes. It is a lot of screws missing. And I'm thinking, okay, he's at work and he work late. Yeah. Why are you tripping? Exactly. Oh, good. And where's the little boy at? With his mama. That <laughs> she can't stand. Right. But she... then when the mama came to pick him up, I was like, okay, where's the little boy? I have questions. Little boy's at home. He might be. Maybe he with his daddy. I don't know. Maybe they left the him with is. production team. Probably. I would. That, yes. Um. So, the next couple, we can do... Um. Brittany and Marcelino. So Brittany <sighs> buys a puppy. I feel like that's a conversation. That should be a family meeting conversation. I agree. I don't think, and Marcelino, he'd be trying to be nice to her, but he really, I think he slick wanted to cuss her ass out because it's I, like, I, how do how do you make me come up with another mouth to feed? Yes. Even though the dog was really cute. But and, they already have a dog. Do they have a dog? Yes. Last season, they had a dog. I think she's trying to, like, you know, add to the family because she's feeling lonely because she missed her kids or something. She's pregnant. But I'm talking about the other kids. She has two kids in her house. I know, but I know talk- who you're talking about, but I'm like, no. I say bad plant. I mean, you're ha- you're bringing another life into the world. That is more than enough. <laughs> I'm like, who's going to take this dog out? And you didn't get a small dog. I was, I was thinking she could have got, like, a Yorkie or a Shih Tzu. Or a little dog that don't eat as much, you know. The point is, I they don't need a, another. I ain't attention. They don't need nothing. They don't else. need nothing else. Like they got thirty thousand for... dollars in getting attorney fees from Geo. Right. He not making money from gambling. He's losing money. Right. He got... She's not working. 
they have another baby on the way. Like that's not, you want and then you're trying to pursue something else for your other children. Like it's not there. Like. What's a heart. Yeah. I, if Marcelino would have went Stepped off a little him. bit, I, I wouldn't have been upset. Cause I was very proud of him. Yeah. Cause I saw it in his eyes. Yeah. And I was just proud of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's them. Um, Andrea and Lamar. I did not get to see them. Okay. Because from what I saw in the previews, I fell as- when I fell asleep, so I may have seen did did they get to scrapping? She got to scrapping. Right. I didn't get to see it. I think I saw it just in like a preview and then I fell asleep mm-hmm. and I didn't get to see the rest of it because for- never mind. We'll talk about that off the air. For some reason, my YouTubes are different from my phone versus my TV. I can see that. Yeah. I don't know why they're not showing me the same videos. I don't it's weird. I know. And so I couldn't catch up to where I left off on mm-hmm. the other one because the times didn't match up. Mm-hmm. So what? Ha- tell me about this because I need to know. Okay. Because one, I was pissed off about, I saw where they were eating dinner and she was being shady. And she mm-hmm. was like, I got to talk to him. I got to talk to him. So I don't even know what was in his coat pocket. Okay. So they woke up in the morning. I've noticed that Neither she nor either of her daughters wear a scarf or a bonnet. So that's why they wigs be looking like that ass mess. Oh, shit. You are so right about that. <laughs> the little girl, I think she might wear a scarf. Because all her edges would be fuzzy. She okay. wears a scarf. Okay. You, she has to. Well, I will say her she probably got more, has held up this. These she probably got episodes. more sense than anybody because Lamar's her daddy. I'm thinking. That's what it is. And maybe Lamar is telling her to put, put something on her home. head. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. He's smart. Yes. <laughs> so she wakes up. She cooks. Her and Tennyson cook breakfast. And she calls her friend to come and get the kids because she needs to talk to Lamar. And she's crying with her sob story. She's like an attention whore. She is an attention whore. Oh, I'd be going to shake her. I know. Um. So the kids leave and Lamar is like... What's going on? Like, I feel like we're about to go to war or something. Like, I, he, cause he was he scared. Is, he was saying yeah. he was scared. He wanted to leave, too. Yeah. So, while they're eating, she she's like, I put poison in them eggs. Everybody was eating, though. And the everybody whole family was, was eating, eating the eggs. And her oldest daughter was like, you do realize your children are eating the eggs as well as your seven-year-old. Like, come on, man. So, the kids leave. They have so much common sense. Okay, so the kids leave, and Andrea explains that since they had the conversation the night before, she was gonna she was looking for his card to book him a flight back to L.A. because they didn't get anywhere in the conversation. Whatever. So she was she, being. Have you noticed? Have you don't have to admit to anything. I'll just be transparent. When I pissed at somebody. And I feel like you done wronged me. That's when I start to get nosy and look for other shit to piss me off too. That's what she did. Oh yeah, confirmation bias. You you seeking what you, you yeah. right? What you really feeling? Like mm-hmm. he don't want me. He don't want me. He don't want to be with me. So that's why she was going through his coat pocket. Because any other time, why else would you do that? That's exactly. not something you do on a regular and his basis. His card is gonna be in his wallet. And you could have just said, "Hey, you ready to go back home?" Exactly. Book your ticket. Right. So. When she goes in the jacket, the jacket pocket. Why is his coat on the floor? Oh, I don't, I didn't even see that. She, it was on the floor. Maybe she put it on the floor at some point after she went through, but it was like he had a suitcase and his coat was in the corner. Oh, okay. I'm going to need him to put that in a closet. Yeah. 
So she finds condoms. I think it was about three. Oh, okay. In the coat pocket. And so she pulls them out and he didn't get a chance. Was it a six pack or a three pack? It was a three. But what, did she find the box? No, she just found like some maybe single had, condoms maybe, in his pocket. Maybe he had a three pack and he bought the condoms because he thought he was going to get some from her. That's my thought. Because they don't want to have no more babies because mm-hmm. she getting old, he getting old. They don't get along and he just like, I got three. And that was my thought Now, if process. it would have been two condoms, we would have had a problem. Okay. So, she, he didn't get a chance to respond. She just instantly starts hitting him. And he's like, oh, what's going on? Like, you know, and that's how they ended. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, that's all it was. That's all it was. So, maybe I didn't miss anything. Yeah, that was Because I saw it. them, like, scrapping and production was, like, mm-hmm. trying to pull her off or something. Yeah. Who she thinks she is? She ain't about that life. She don't even live like a Mormon woman. She really doesn't. <laughs> Behind closed doors, no. <laughs> but then to, for her friend, she's going to give him a sob story. Well, you know he's been in prison. And, you know, um, I found condoms. And some kind of way he's going to be involved in hitting her when she came for him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was thinking more happened. Mm-mm. But I never that. saw that, he, that it was condoms that mm-hmm. she found. So maybe I did blink my eyes real, mm-hmm. real fast. Yes. Okay. So Megan, Michael, and Sarah and Maria. So it starts off with Megan writing her lyrics to her song and singing her vocals. See, I didn't see that at all. Oh, really? Mine started off with just um, them being at the counseling and him showing up 30 minutes late. Okay. No, it was a little bit more. Okay. So (laughs) Megan says she hasn't heard from Michael in three weeks. Okay. So she picks up the phone and calls Michael's mom. Girl, I want to run down these damn steps. <laughs> you bullshit. Not at all. Who, who the fuck she thinks she is to call this nigga mom? It's okay. This is a safe space. So, yes. Yeah, so Daria. She, why? Because she, you know, she I ain't out there. Of all people, his mama, she know his mama don't like her. That Girl. yes, so keep, the mom keep going, keep so going. She, my blood is boiling. <laughs> so she calls the mom and is like, you know, I haven't heard from him in a few weeks. I just want to know if he's okay. Have Call you seen him. him? And so the mom is like, you know, I don't know what's going on with Michael. Like that ain't my business. I ain't fooling with him. And that was that. So maybe why wouldn't she call Michael? I'm, I'm sure she's called him and he hasn't called like, her back. Because that's what he does. Have, have you ever been mad at a situation and you take it out on the other people? Because I'm feeling like I'm upset with you for delivering me this bad news. <laughs> well, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would she? Go shake Megan. <laughs> she, somebody... Would you call his mom? So after she gets off the phone with the mom, she's like, you know, I'm still upset with her because she didn't tell me that he was married. And I'm like, that's not her place. That's not. (laughs) That was some Michael. That was for Michael to tell you. (laughs) So that's where that ended. Ridiculousness. So then it goes to Sarah texting Michael and just saying, you know, let's kind of reset um from yesterday i have booked uh, a therapy appointment i want you to come so we can discuss co-parenting and then she started talking in her confessional and i 
I don't know if I heard it right or I misheard it, but I was like, so are you going to counseling? Because she's like, I want to just give this a chance. And I'm like, are you trying to go to counseling for the marriage or for co-parenting? For the marriage. The marriage. So. That's her issue. She still wants him. That's the issue. That is part of the issue. But the whole, whole issue is him and these kids. I want to say 40% the marriage, 60% the kids. So. I would flip that. No. You know, I get a vibe. I just don't know how committed he is to the kids. No, I know he's not committed to the kids. That's why I think. Maybe. Okay. I said that wrong. Let me think about what I meant when I switched it. Keep going. Okay. So she uh, goes to the counselor and she's like, I've been seeing this counselor since I was 15. And I was like, did you stop? Because I feel like a lot of the shit you're going through, if you've been seeing this counselor for 15 years, it ain't working. She's done you a disservice or you haven't been going. (laughs) So they get there. Michael is late. She reminds them that he's late. They go into the session. And so they start off, you know, with Sarah saying, I just want to figure out how we can co-parent together. So the counselor talks to Michael about, you know, his relationship with the kids. And he's like, you know, sometimes I just feel like, you know, Aviana don't want to be bothered with me. I know she's told the kids that I don't love them. And Sarah then says, I have started bringing Aviana to counseling to help her deal with the fact that, you know, he isn't present because she feels a way that she doesn't see her dad as often as she should. And Sarah then, we finally get clarity about Sarah's parents. So her mom died when she was Mm -hmm. like, I think 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, and I think about. That's why she's been in counseling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so she's like, well, I think about what will happen to my kids if I die. Like they would have to go to their dad. And Mm -hmm. I have issue with that, especially with him being in and out. So Michael, you know, the the therapist tries to bring out his childhood and how he was raised. And he then says, you know, my dad, when we had fun, it was good times. But, you know, I felt the way about him based on how he treated my mom. And I always sided with my mom. And I know that's probably how Aviana is. So... They start talking about something else, and then Sarah gets upset. They're about to blow up, and he he gets up and walks towards her, and she then says, well, I want to let you know that I have filed a petition and have been granted temporary full custody of the kids. Okay, so I've been wanting to ask you some questions as we went along the way. Okay. So Aviana is three years old, right? She's four. Four, okay. So, from a four-year-old's perspective, you've had a four-year-old before. I've never been fully involved in a four-year-old's life in in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. How much of that is from her listening and eavesdropping in her mom's conversation that she can form those thoughts? I feel like if I want to break it down in a percentage, because kids... A four-year-old are are very receptive. Right. And I feel like at that age, and this is from a friend who has a a partner that hadn't been in her four-year-old life. So they have questions. So they see other mommies and daddies. Okay. So she, he would ask her, 
you know, where is my daddy? I want to see my daddy. Right. I have a little cousin. His dad passed away. He still asks about, you know, his dad. when am I going to get a dad? Or why are you with this person and he's not my daddy? So they can form those opinions. Those so if she, thoughts. yes. So if she's three or she's four now and she's seen her dad a little bit, but not consistently, but she sees other kids with their daddy around, she can form an opinion like, well, my daddy isn't here. I haven't talked to my dad in a long time. And then where does she get it from that her daddy's going to come and take her away? Now that I feel like she overheard that. And as a parent myself and have have grown up and listening to grown folks' conversations, right. I know for a fact, she I don't know for a fact, but I feel like that's something that has been overheard. And I feel like a lot of the, the a lot of the reasons why she's in therapy, and I could be totally wrong. This is just my opinion of what I see on television. Is because her mom is either saying it around her or she's feeding it into her. You know, I just think that she's messy when it comes to the kids. I just feel like she's real messy because I feel like even the conversation that they had when she was crying when Michael first came to the house or whatever, I feel like I felt like she was feeding her then. I just feel like I, she wasn't feeding her then. She just coddled her and was like it's okay, like you can play with your daddy. That was but she didn't say her she, saying her saying, "Well, I'm not used to him" or something. Because like, he not I know, but I just feel like some of that is just coming from her perspective and her talking to her friends because a lot of times I've noticed that sometimes your children end up being like your friends because you're always around them. Mm -hmm. And then you say stuff to them. I hadn't felt right about her since they were doing that role playing on the telephone, acting like she was talking to her daddy. Okay. And, And so I just... I will say, based off of her, the interactions that I've seen between her and the kids, and knowing she does want Michael in their life, I don't see her saying anything bad to them face to face. I do agree that she's probably talking to her friends or talking to production, and the and Aviana could be listening. That's what I see going on. But her speaking ill of him directly. You think that's I don't see her doing that because I feel like she tries to keep the kids in a kid's place. At four years old, Aviana is old enough to know her daddy ain't ain't calling her. Or when she calls her daddy, he's not answering the phone. So she, even if she wasn't overhearing things that Sarah is saying, she she knows and she knows when he doesn't answer the phone, and she knows what that feels like. Exactly, because I know if I don't answer the phone when my little cousin calls. She blows me up like we in a relationship mm-hmm. and they don't stop calling. They mm-hmm. don't get it that you can't just keep calling back to somebody answers. Yes. The other person might be busy. Mm-hmm. So, and then if I don't call her back, she's like, well, you didn't call. I called you. You didn't call me. So I get that, mm-hmm. that she's sm- smart enough to know that. But mm-hmm. I just wonder how much a kid can process at that age where they can form a lot of these thoughts in the conversations. Mm-hmm. Because I would never think a four, three or four year old could say, "Well, he's going to take me away." Now, like, that normally they're like just happy overheard. to see their dad yeah. and want to, you know. But that whole taking me away thing, I don't know. Yeah, just, that I feel like she overheard her saying, yeah. and that for sure. But just the fact that she's like, "Well, I don't know my daddy." No, you don't know him because you don't see him. So that right. she can form on her own. And I'm pretty sure she feels like it's her daddy's fault that she doesn't get to see him. 
and it's not that her daddy's busy. You feel like it's her, she's saying it's her daddy's fault or do you, are you saying she thinks it's her fault? The little girl probably thinks it's her fault, but um, Sarah probably, probably makes it if it's, um, it's, she does it. Like, I, I think, I'm saying that my head is jumbled up. This is just a lot. Um, I think what, the way I look at it is, it may not be the right thing to do, but I would make up excuses for her not to form negative opinions of her dad until she's old enough to come up with her own. Like, I would make excuses for him. And she did of, that first season by saying he was at work or he was going right, back to right. work. That's yeah. It. yeah. And that I would continue the story mm -hmm. only because I don't think that she should know anything until she... You know, she's going to grow into it and mm -hmm. she's going to form her own opinion. And just she's as doing maturity. that now, Maybe that's yeah. what it is. But I would still be like, well, he's at work and, you know, use cold words and stuff mm -hmm. when I just would try to keep her out of it as much as possible because it almost like steals the kid's innocence mm -hmm. when they realize that they daddy ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. So another big blow, the blow up. Oh, it's about that. We, about we stopped her taking, it. Yeah. About, about the custody. Yes. Yeah, so before they, she, she blew him up with the custody thing. He was saying that he's been asking to take the kids for a few weeks. And when he said that, I'm like, why are you taking these kids? Cause you don't got a place to live. And I know you're not taking them back to Michigan on that dusty ass comforter. That's on Carolyn's couch. I don't want my kids on the comforter. <laughs> I know. So can you, can you wash the comforter? Or I something? know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So after that, that's when Sarah was like, "Well, I have, you know, gotten temporary full custody of the kids," and he's like, "I ain't got nothing." And so she's like, "Well, they supposed to reach out to you, mm -hmm. but where is he living to get that mail?" So. <laughs> So after that, he walks out. Right. So that's true. And that goes. That's why you don't know. Yeah, because you you, you you're not stable. Yeah. No. And I and like I said last week, on paper, he is not a stable person. So I could just see them easily signing and giving her full custody because she works, she has a place to live, she has the kids full time, and he just comes in and out. He's not working. I'm sure she showed all them highlights. <laughs> of, of that, that cash app for that phone bill that she's still paying and that cash app with all the income he's getting but showing no income coming into her right so sh she did her due diligence I don't know why she <laughs> I hope she cut that phone off I hope so too <laughs> but maybe she kept it on long enough for to show the course like hey I even pay for his phone and he doesn't call me to talk to the kids so mm. yes so then that's how they end it. So we'll see what goes down next week. Oh, we didn't talk about Maria talking about she gon' if she don't change and let him see the kids, she gonna have she gonna have a conversation with Sarah. It's not your place, girl. She don't it's sit, not your place. Sit her little raggedy her ass. old ass. <laughs> old face. <laughs> sit your ass down. Know your role. Yes, child. So that was all. Yeah, that's that's. There it. was a okay. Yeah, it wasn't really. Lamar and your girl was probably the the most interesting part. Yeah, I would say the most comical. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's it. Um, do we have a? We're not even prepared for a quote because I ain't look for one. 
Y'all we had, just do stuff on the no fairy moments. Y'all had Valentine's Day and um, did, did y'all celebrate? I heard most after you've been married for a long time, you don't get caught up in all that commercialism. Well, what we I since we y'all cook steaks. Yeah. So since my husband has been down a little bit, business has been slow. The coronavirus. And the regular slow season has just jacked right. us up. So I was like, okay, we can save some money and I can make steak at home. Girl. So I used my shipped app and had food delivered. And I made um, some ribeyes and some um, potatoes and cream spinach. It was quite tasty. And then mm-hmm. I had leftover steaks and I had them put them on the grill on Sunday. And that, I bet that was good. That was real good. So my whole thing is you didn't save me a a piece of the gristle because you know I've been nah, we eat. towed that up mm. so, so the stuff we put on like what I put I seared it and put it in the oven on I Friday see. it was okay but the the on ones the on the grill was that was where it was at mm. yes I had to pat my husband on the back he was like these good I did a good job I was like you sure did you marinated <laughs> it though yeah so y'all y'all work together as a team as a team teamwork makes team, the dream work teamwork makes the dream work honey yes and i got my box of turtles for valentine's day that was oh, all you I did wanted. yeah because oh, so i told him don't give me no more variety boxes because i'm not gonna need it shady d had a variety box she likes the variety boxes she was like this one is nasty you can have it <laughs> i'm thinking i don't want that her little eight-year-old finger's been all on oh, it oh my goodness yes i'm trying to find something that's Yes, yes, yes. This is one of my favorite um, quotes. Okay. You know, it's actually on the back of my uh, my iPod. Mm-hmm. It's not, is it an iPod? Your iPad? No, it's an iPod. Remember the ones that came out a long time ago and just had a music on it? Ah! Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. It's, this is a quote that's on the back of it. To the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you are the world. I love it. Yes. It's still on there. Okay. I have to find it. I don't know where it is, though. Okay. I remember when you first got your shuffle, girl. I and thought I was a shit. I know, but then you would complain and be like, I still just got these same 99 songs <laughs> that I listened to over and over. And guess what? I still got that shuffle. <laughs> I still got Is the, the same shuffle. song still on it? Same motherfucking song. You, should, you should turn that on tonight. You know what I'm about to do? What? I'm, today is National Margarita Day. I'm about to go get me some margarita mix with some tequila and some bourbon and have a good night. That sounds fun, but I'm with child tonight. No, like I'm about to go home and do that by myself. I'm going to be a wino alone. I know. You should have just brought it over here. We could have got drunk. <laughs> we could have. Dang, Tanisha. Oh. And my husband gone. Oh, he gone? Yeah. Oh, man. We could have. You even go to the liquor store up the street? I ain't doing all that. I'm fine. going to put my onesie on. Okay, fine. I hate to be like that because I like spending time with you, but it's okay. See, I was overstimulated. I had family, so I just had in my mind that that's what I was gonna do. Okay, that's fine. I'm not mad. Next time he goes out of town, that's what we gonna do. You ain't going nowhere no time soon. Yeah, we should have sent him out of town for the slumber party. I wish I would have figured that out. We could have had it this weekend. (laughs) Shit, you didn't tell me. But anyways, yeah, that's gonna be fun. It is. I can't wait. I can't either. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of shenanigans. I believe it. They're just starting to pile up. Yes. I think we're going to be out of time. That's okay. And I, I see you. Well, I guess the date is the 7th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because at first you said the 6th. So I'll be able to go to dinner too. Oh. Yeah. I had, well, 
See, I didn't have a calendar when I was telling y'all about it at, the, at dinner. Okay. So it's the seventh, and then because I'm gonna do the whole cereal bar thing. Okay. Was it you and I that was talking about they don't do a variety pack of um cereal anymore? Because they do the cups. Yeah. They don't. So sad. Mm-hmm. That just hurt my feelings. It's okay. 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 But, so we're gonna get on out of here. Please yes. like, subscribe, five star, comment, share with your friends, and we're on all the socials. Um, at it's underscore not a fairy tale on Instagram. It's not a fairy tale on Facebook, and it fairy tale on Twitter. And we'll have everything in the show notes. Bye. Bye. It's not a fairy tale, 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 mommy!